Um, you've got a few people. Hey everyone, thank you so much for coming. Welcome back to Birth Your Vision Podcast Live. And I'm your host, Hannah Kukuli, the founder of All Women's Network. And you know, I'm a business connector and I am a coach as well as a podcast host. Um, I, you know, run my own fantastic um, business networking events for women to help them to network, collaborate, connect, and obviously generate referrals. And so, you know, my fantastic show is always every Tuesday with another with another amazing guest. So it's so great to see you today. So welcome on board and say hello in the comment section below. Leave your comments and let's get engaged and interactive. So today I am joined by the beautiful Eleanor Willets, who is actually a wonderful lawyer and the founder of Piped Blooms, a nature-inspired home bakery that is actually based in St. Albans. Um, she basically launched this Pipe Bloom um, wonderful business last year. And, you know, she specializes in cupcakes, bouquets and cakes and decorated with lovely buttercream, very delicious and very tasteful. And it looks absolutely gorgeous. And so she's here to tell us about how she was able to start this business during the lockdown and how she's able to manage motherhood, business, as well as balance everything together because it's quite tough and it's challenging, especially for family um, who have children. So I definitely understand how that feels like. So today, welcome the wonderful Eleanor. So great to see you, Queen. Thank you so much for coming onto the show. Hi, Hannah. Thank you for having me. So good to see you. You look absolutely fabulous. Uh, thank you. And so do you. You look amazing. <laughs> You are just amazing. I was reading your bio and I was absolutely just struck by the fact that you are a lawyer and you are a mother and you are now a business entrepreneur, a businesswoman who is running her own business, especially during this crazy time, should I say uncertain times. You know, tell us about um, your, your journey in becoming a lawyer first and then also kind of the idea of how you were able to start this wonderful Pipes Bloom business. So um, yeah, let's get that going. Um, yes, Hannah, I wear a lot of hats at the moment, but I think one of my very first hats was uh, being a lawyer. So I come from a, a pretty traditional African family and the focus was always on um, getting into a job with financial security and with a very um, straight, determined path. So mm -hmm. law was the very obvious option, and um, and I'm passionate about law. I was passionate about law then, and I'm still passionate about it now. So um, it was a very easy decision for me to make. Um, mm -hmm. So I went straight to university, straight through to law school, and um, straight to training. I trained in the city. Um, started when I was just a baby. I think I was 23. Wow. And um, yes, I've worked. I've worked in law um, for about 11 years now. Um, I trained in the city and then moved to a magic circle firm. Um, my specialism was commercial property and um, I was really fortunate. I worked on some of the biggest transactions in London at the time. You know, pretty much every building that you can see on the London skyline, um, firms that I worked with um, were involved in. So um, yeah, I mean, I moved to um, various firms throughout my career and um, just last year, I decided to continue with law because I'm still a lawyer and, um, and launch Pipe Blooms. So it's obviously a very strange time perhaps to start a new business, but 
the thing about big events such as pandemics is they have you thinking about your life and mortality and the things that you really want to do. So I've always had a passion for baking, always. I was always the resident baker in my family and in my friendship groups as well. Um, and I just um, I started thinking that perhaps I could turn this into a career, into a job. It was not something I'd considered before because, um, you know, my life had always been focused um, on academic professions. But um, I talked to quite a few people about it. I mean, I talked to my mum about it and she was so supportive. She was probably the person I least expected to be supportive about me launching this business. But she was completely on board largely because she could see my talent. So um, I, I, I would probably say the inspiration for the, bus the business was the pandemic. It pushed me to um, do something that I'd always wanted to do, but I'd always dreamt of doing. And um, I went ahead and did it. Um, my business is about combining my two grey loves, so flowers and cupcakes. I absolutely love both of those things. And what I do, is um, in my home bakery, which is based in St Albans. I decorate cupcakes with buttercream floral designs to create these, these, these baked goods that combine two amazing things. And they're absolutely perfect for uh, celebrations or as a gift. And um, my entire business is based on those two things. So um, it's something that I'm very passionate about and um, and a lot of people also seem very passionate about. And um, yeah, that's Piped Blooms in a nutshell. Fantastic. Um, so tell us about, you know, your work ethic, because you're very, um, you know, you're very busy, you know, being a mom, you know, having this wonderful business that you just started during the lockdown and also being a lawyer. How do you actually manage everything together? You know, how do you do it? Because many of us are actually watching right now who are mums who are thinking, gosh, she's a lawyer. You know, she has this wonderful business. She has, she's a mum as well. How is she doing it? So tell us about that. It is very difficult. It's, I'm not going to lie and say this is a very easy thing to do, to combine all of those things and wear all of those hats at the same time. But um, I'm a Christian, so I believe that any um, strengths, that we have are, you know, our grace and come from above. Um, but I would say that when it comes to work ethic, my role model has always been my own mum. Um, my mum was a single mother of five children, I'm one of five, and um, we're all grown up now. But when we were younger, my mum retrained um, as a nurse and she worked such incredibly long shifts to provide for us and to give us opportunities that she didn't have when she was growing up. So um, I work hard to honor my mum and the sacrifices that she made um, for us. So I'd say that's where I get my work ethic from. But in terms of how you manage it all, I'm nervous about time management. You have to be, and um, being a lawyer is probably good practice for that because you, you have to be on the ball, very organized um, all the time. And um, I just have to be ruthless and very organized about my time. And the time that I allocate to being a lawyer, that is what I'm doing in, in those hours when I'm working. It's what my employer expects me to do. So I respect that. And then around that, I then fit in type and piped blooms. And I work very quickly and very organized because ultimately any time that I spend wasting around or 
faffing about is basically time that's then taken out of my um, my family time. So it's very difficult, but it requires a lot of discipline, but ultimately it's just good time management. Thank you so much. You mentioned discipline and um, just tell us a little bit more about that because I just wanted to kind of throw in this question by the wonderful Mona Lisa. Thank you so much for that question, Mona Lisa. She said, what time management strategy have you actually adopted to be able to do this? Um, I plan a lot. So um, to make pipe blooms work for me and my family, I have a day in the week where I don't bake. And I spend that day planning my orders and planning what designs and creations um, I'll be um, using for orders for that week. And things like packaging and um, gift cards, all those things take time. So I prefer to do those, all those notes and all those gift cards and all that preparation work in advance. And then it allows me to then spend my week um, and the time when I'm not working as a lawyer, just um, completing my orders very quickly. I'm also very disciplined about how much work I take on because you can't do everything. That's just not realistic. So um, at the moment, I have to be very realistic about the number of orders that I can take on and fulfill while still um, wearing those other hats um, as a mum and also as a lawyer. Fantastic. Was it, was it like really being a mum, especially during the lockdown season? Um, how did you actually manage homeschooling and juggle everything else? So I'm lucky that my daughter is two, so I didn't have to homeschool her, but um, there was a time when she couldn't go to her childminder's house and she had to, um, she, she, I had to look after her whilst juggling all those things and my husband as well. Um, gosh, I mean, <laughs> it's a hard one, isn't it? How is the whole country managed? I don't know, to be honest. I, I have no idea how we have all managed the last year. Um, all I can say is that there have been upsides to the pandemic and the upside has been spending a lot more time with my daughter than I otherwise would. Um, when, when she was at home and couldn't go to her um, childminder and I had to do legal work with her around, that was very challenging. And the only way I managed to do that was to, um, to do it in chunks and effectively around her nap times, <laughs> which I think is what everybody else did. Yeah, yeah. I do not want to go back to that stage. Luckily, she's gone back to her childminders and, um, and life feels a lot more normal, um, or at least the new normal, as everyone is saying. But, um, but it's been really hard, I think, juggling everything um, during lockdown. Indeed, indeed, absolutely. And I just wanted to know, how have you been able to actually um, grow this business during this season? Have you been very busy as, you know, have you had lots of orders? You know, have people been, you know, sort of like getting in touch with you, especially we've had Valentine's Day and so many other birthdays that, you know, people would like to celebrate in a big venue. But sadly, because of what's happened, um, they were not able to do that. So have you been like, sort of like the first point of contact? for the customers. Exactly, I have been. Yeah. And uh, in terms of how I've managed to grow the business, um, all of my orders originally came from Instagram. And um, I have a very strong Instagram um, presence. Um, I know how to work the algorithm, which basically require you to post on a regular basis and interact with your customers. That's not something that I find difficult to do because I enjoy interacting with my customers and social media. Um, and 
in addition to that, it's just been word of mouth. Um, I live in St Albans and that's where I'm based and we are a very close-knit community and um, there's a big push around here to support and work with um, small local independent businesses. So I've really benefited from that. But um, lockdown has actually worked well for my business because um, like you said, people haven't been able to um, go to the shops and buy presents um, like they usually would. Um, during lockdown. So I've been able to offer um, an alternative gift. So not only is it something that people um, like the look of and that tastes good and is a little bit different, it's also convenient because um, people haven't been able to shop for their loved ones in the same way. So we offer local delivery, but we also offer collection. And um, I've always encouraged my customers to um, combine any collections with their daily exercise, for example. Fantastic. That's awesome. So for those of you who are perhaps thinking about sort of starting a business and also, you know, being in their nine to five, what kind of advice would you give them? Um, I would encourage them to, first of all, think about whether they really want to do that, <laughs> because um, it's very hard work. It is a lot of hard work and it requires a lot of discipline, like I said before. But it is also very rewarding, um, especially if you're doing something that you're passionate about. Um, so I I don't sleep very much. <laughs> well, at least I didn't in the in the early days. I'm much better now. I've got, I've got a much better balance. But in the early days of launching any business, um, you can just expect to sacrifice a lot of sleep. But um, you have to be passionate about what you're doing because you can't push through all of those difficult times if you're not passionate about what you're doing. If you don't really believe in your product, but if you do, then I would encourage people to just go for it. The worst thing that can happen is you can fail. And, um, you know, there's no such thing as failure, really. You're just learning um, from something that didn't quite go the way you expected it to go. But um, if anybody wants to start a new business alongside their nine to five, be prepared for some hard work, but um, also be prepared to feel incredibly fulfilled that you're doing something that you've always wanted to do. Indeed. I totally agree with what you just said. It's all about believing in yourself and knowing that what you're going to offer has a need and there's a demand for it and doing your research really and finding out whether or not it's 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 going to be a good profitable business so talking about profitable business this has actually grown into a rapidly um profitable business so just take us through the steps of how you were able to scale it from one level to the other um it's all happened so quickly and um, i think one minute i was just posting my designs on instagram and then the next minute i was completely overrun with orders that i couldn't quite fulfill um i think the best i think pricing is important i'd say especially with a business um, like a bakery um because bakeries are notorious for not making a lot of money um, so you have to make sure, or at least for me anyway, I found that I had to make sure that I had a product that I could price appropriately. And um, pricing has probably been the most challenging aspect of my business for me because I prefer to use high quality ingredients, premium ingredients, and also the nature of my designs um, means that they're very time consuming. It's very um, labor intensive because I pipe all of my designs by hand. So um, trying to get the right price that incorporates the um, high quality ingredients that I prefer to use and also means that um, I'm pricing my time appropriately, especially because I'm not a high volume business. You can't do what I do in a high volume. Yeah. Um, it has meant that I have 
had to price myself as a premium product. Hmm. Um, and the only way you can make profit when you are um, putting out a time intensive, premium, costly product is to price appropriately. And if you don't do that, um, first of all, you just won't make a profit. And second of all, you will probably lose any love that you have for your product because you quickly find that you're not working much um, return. So I think the key to um, to a profit-making business is always going to be pricing. Pricing, yeah. I think some of us actually struggle with pricing. Actually, um, you know, it's one of the areas when it comes to business. Um, you know, looking at the right price and making sure that you're not charging too low and you're not charging too high, but you know, you're just in the middle, just right there. Um, what advice would you give to people who are struggling in this area in terms of price and getting the right prices, you know, for their product and the services? What advice would you give them? Um, my advice would be to work out the cost of your product, the cost of your raw materials and your ingredients. So this is, um, it's very easy to calculate the cost of flour and butter and, you know, vanilla. But you need to add in all of your other costs, such as packaging costs, cost of your overheads. If you're doing delivery, factor in fuel. If you're working from home, factor in the cost of your utilities. If you send your child to a nursery or to childcare, factor in the cost of your childcare. And then once you've done that, um, work out how long it takes for you to produce your product and then um, pay yourself for your time. At the very least, you should expect to be earning minimum wage. And I wouldn't encourage anybody to set up a business that pays them minimum wage because why? Yeah. So pay yourself appropriately. And then once you've done that, then calculate the profit margin that you'd like and then use those things to then come up with a good price for your product. Ultimately, if people don't want to pay that price for your product, it just means there isn't a market for it. And you're much better off um, sticking with your price and accepting there isn't a market for it and perhaps looking at something else that you can sell, then you are trying to drive your price down to compete. Mm. Because ultimately, I think the race to the bottom is fast and that's not where you want to be. Absolutely. Indeed. You're totally correct when it comes to um, pricing and knowing exactly, you know, what, what your clients need and not what you need is about what they want as well. Um, also, someone said, um, how were you able to kind of finish law school? Was it challenging? Was it tough? How did you find the whole process? Um, law school, I loved law school. Oh gosh, some of the best years of my life were at law school. And um, I'm very blessed in that I'm naturally an academic person. So I probably found um, pipe blooms and creating pipe blooms a lot harder than I found the academic side of law school. Um, so, it, law was always a very good fit for me in that sense. It's a very academic um, area and that suited my abilities and my skills. Um, so I would say, yeah, I, I loved it and I prioritised studying. I was that kid, even doing my GCSEs, I was that kid who used to pretty much study around the clock and not sleep. Because <laughs> I wanted to make sure that I had good grades yeah. and I was very to law school. Um, and it's been quite interesting trying to um, adapt that side of myself to piped blooms because um, as much as you can practice and get better um, by putting in the hours, hmm. it's a process and you can't push a creative process in the same way that you can push academics. 
yeah. academics if we just put in more hours <laughs> whereas when something like quite blames you it's not about the hours it's about the quality of the time that you're spending on what you're doing indeed definitely quality really matters and that's key that's what really sets you apart and makes you unique and also talking about your business you know your usb tell us what's really unique and very different about your business well my um my most popular product are my cupcake bouquets so mm. they're cupcakes that are decorated with buttercream floral designs and then they're structured and presented as a flower bouquet and um they always wow the people who um they're presented to they're usually gifts and they always wow people um and I make my cupcakes using very high quality ingredients. So as well as looking good, they also taste good. So they're definitely my USP. Um, but I have branched out as well. I now also offer wreath cakes, um, which are these wreath cakes that are decorated with um, buttercream floral designs and also flower crown cakes. So I've tried to keep the essence of my business into all of the products that I offer. Try to keep a handle on that USP because it's very tempting, isn't it, to just mm. branching out and offering absolutely everything. Yeah. But I always bring everything back to what Pipe Blooms is about, and that is a bakery that's inspired by nature. So bringing in my love for flowers and um, my buttercream designs into every single product that I offer. Fantastic. I think that was what actually struck me when I saw your page. Um, the beautiful decorated bouquet flowers and I was definitely just amazed by that you know I just thought wow this is really nice very different very unique um, you don't really see that often which is really great and um, you know I just wanted to know more about let's say um, for those who are watching right now and they just want to start a business and um, they have they, they have limiting beliefs lack of confidence self-doubt you know, um, what advice would you actually give them? How would you encourage them? Um, I would say feel the fear, but do it anyway. Everybody is scared. We're all scared when we start something. Mm -hmm. But the difference is just pushing through that fear and harnessing it to, um, to work in your favor. I always think that when we feel scared about something, it's because it's important to us. So those times when you feel at your most fearful, they're probably the times when you should keep doing what it is that you're doing. Yes, indeed. Um, there's a question here, and this person said um, it's from <laughs> it's from Tidia, Eleanor's mom. <laughs> Tendai, my mom. Yeah. Yeah. She said, "Is your daughter playing baking games?" <laughs> she is. Yes. Um, my daughter has obviously watched her mom um, set up this business, and um, she's very interested in baking and in yeah. cake. And, um, and I try to spend time with her and um, also teaching her about what it is that I'm doing so she understands what mummy's doing. I love that because I think it's so important for us to actually teach our young children um, some of the skills that we've acquired and things that we know to actually help them to become great leaders in the future. Who knows, she might actually start her own business or maybe follow your footsteps. Yeah, exactly. I think as, as as mothers, as parents, I think we we panic and we got very worried that our, that we're yeah. working very hard, particularly when you're trying to juggle a career and a new business. But Absolutely. I think it's important to also think about what it is you're teaching your children, which yeah. is the work ethic, like my mum taught me, and mm. also um, how to run a business. When she's a little bit older, she'll be earning pocket money by sorting out my packaging, you know, <laughs> and all of those. And I'd expect her to negotiate. So you're teaching your children a lot of other things as well when you are working, particularly from home, 
and they can see you um, setting up your business and working hard to, to progress it. Indeed, absolutely. So, Eleanor, who actually inspires you? Who are you influenced by? Who do you look at and you feel like, I'm really, really inspired by that person? It could be a celebrity or maybe someone from uh, family. Who am I inspired by? Um, I am inspired by my mum. Not because she's some great baker. She's not. I don't think my mum could bake to save her life, to be honest. But um, I'm inspired by her passion um, to follow through on the things that are important to her. And I think you can apply that to absolutely anything, uh, to anything you're doing. Um, and I have, you know, celebrity celebrities who inspire me as well, but um, they don't come anywhere close to the people that you know. Hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, so my mum is definitely my inspiration because she's a perfect example of what a strong work ethic can produce. Indeed, absolutely. Um, so for those who are watching right now, um, what kind of message of hope would you like to share, especially now that we are coming to the end of the lockdown, things are going back to um, how it was slowly and you know we just want to kind of keep encouraging some of our viewers who are watching us who are feeling you know like all right they've been in this lockdown and it hasn't been easy for them but now that they're coming out you know what kind of word of hope and aspirations can you actually kind of share with them well the thing that struck me the most about lockdown has been the things that we've missed so I've missed really small things like mm -hmm. um, just walking through, we have a farmer's market, walking through the farmer's market and talking to traders, talking to other people, um, just going around to see my friends and sitting down in their living rooms and having a cup of tea, going out for dinner, getting on the train and feeling safe when you get on the train. Little things like that are the things that I've missed. Mm -hmm. So I think word of hope for me would be the fact that it's going to all feel so much more special just going to work, being able to do your food shopping, all of those things that we previously took for granted are going to feel so much more special when we come out of lockdown. And I think if we can take pleasure in those little small things that we have missed, then I think surely life is just gonna be so much better than it was before. Absolutely, such great advice. Thank you so much. And just before we round up, I just wanted to kind of um, allow you to just take the floor and just basically, um, you know, present your business and just, you know, give us a little bit of a pitch. Why should we actually patronize you and buy from you? Um, well, I think you should take a look at my website, um, which is www.pipeblooms.co.uk. And you should see what I do on my website or take a look at my Instagram, which is at pipedblooms. Um, I think visually what I do is very striking. So I always direct people to those, to those pages so that they can see for their own eyes what I do. I take my love for nature and my love for flowers, everything that's around us, and I pour it into my designs. Um, I like to share with my followers on Instagram the inspiration behind some of my designs. For example, a real life peony and how I translate that into buttercream and into cakes. So if you're looking for a unique gift that not only looks good, but also tastes good, then I think you should definitely take a look at Pipe Blooms. And if you want to surprise your loved ones, knock at the door with a beautiful bouquet that they can not only look at, but also eat, then I think they should take a look at Pipe Blooms. Fantastic. That sounds awesome. I can see lots of great um, comments coming up there. Awesome stuff. That's fantastic. And you also mentioned Instagram as a marketing tool. Just give us some tips on how you've been able to use that effectively in your business. 
Well, first of all, I love social media. I'm one of those people <laughs> all day scrolling on their phones. So it helps yeah. me love the medium you're using. Um, now, Instagram works perfectly well for my business because my, my business is all about the photos. All about the images. They're the ones that suck people in. So the very first thing I would I would advise somebody who's going to rely on Instagram and photos for their business is to take a photography course because the quality of your photos will be what sell your business. It's effectively a window. Um, and then try and understand how Instagram works. Instagram is based on algorithms. So the algorithm favors people who post a lot. The algorithm favors videos. Do your best videos and hashtags. Use the right hashtags. But it's not a one-way process. It's also about interacting with other brands. Um, so find people that you're interested in that complement your brands and just take a look at their pages and comment wherever you see something that's um, interesting to you. Interact, make it your business to say, try and interact with say five other businesses every single day. Um, it's quite time intensive, but it's time that, um, that pays off because you're following builds and builds and you find that um, Instagram starts to really work for, um, for you. For example, I don't pay for advertising. All of them come through Instagram and Facebook. And it's just through interacting and posting on a regular basis. Fantastic. I've actually tried some of those things that you've said, and I can see some great results. Yeah. And video works, picture works, and just making sure that you're also reaching out to other people and supporting their business as well, so that they could also support you as well, which is really great. Yeah. And, and also be authentic. You know, I think it's very important to be authentic because people yes. can see you when you're being fake. On, yeah. On, on Facebook, try to find your voice and just um, try to sort of carry your voice through everything that you post. Absolutely. It's all about believing in yourself, being very confident in who you are and showing up powerfully online and also authentically and just be unapologetic, you know, just be intentional <laughs> and just be yourself. That's it. That's yeah, yeah, your best self. Yeah, your best version. You yeah. know, absolutely. Um, from mom again, she said, I'm very proud of you. Well done. Congratulations. Oh, that's really nice. <laughs> um, you got great support here, which is awesome. Yeah. So, know what does the future look like for you? Oh, gosh. I mean, there's so much um, on the horizon for Pipe Bloom, some of which I can't share. But um, one of the things that I really love doing is teaching. So I have found a great creative release in what I do, and um, and I love sharing it with other people as well, um, especially other women who also work really hard and don't necessarily have time for themselves. Um, so before the lockdown, I was offering one-to-one -one masterclasses, and they were really popular and very rewarding for me as well to share my skills in that way. But um, I had to stop them for lockdown. So hearing that this lockdown is going to is coming to an end is, is great because it means I can start that again. Um, but I'm also working on online tutorials so that I can reach more people and teach them how to do what I do. And um, this is still sort of in the pipeline, but I'm also I'm hoping to see pipe beams in print very soon. Fantastic. And I know that you're also kind of being shortlisted for an amazing award coming up. Fingers yeah. crossed on that. <laughs> yeah, I've been shortlisted for the Little Ankle Biters. Um, Congratulations. I'm, I'm, for, I'm a finalist in the Mumpreneur category and also in the Best Party Supplier category. So if anyone is listening and would like to vote for me, then just 
visit my page and um, you'll find links to vote for me there. You can vote for Piped Blooms in the Best Party Supply category and myself, Eleanor Willax, in the Mumpreneur category. Um, and um, Or you can head straight to the Little Ankle Biters website as well and just find the links there. Fantastic. I'll be sharing all the link in the post below so that the viewers can actually get access to it and help you to vote and win. So thank you so much. It's been such an amazing pleasure to have you on the show today. Thanks for sharing those wonderful nuggets with our audience today and have learned quite a lot. So, you know, my word of hope is just to do it. Just start from where you are. Everything yeah, you have yeah. is within you. Um, you don't have to be perfect. You just have to start with what you have, the tools that you have, and just go for it and just believe in yourself. So thank you so much to my wonderful guests. It's a real pleasure. I hope you've all enjoyed the show today. And I'll be glad to come back again next week with another amazing guest. And I look forward to seeing you all. Thank you so much for your wonderful support. Thank you so much for engaging and participating in today's wonderful live podcast. So until next time, take care. Have a great evening. Stay blessed. Bye for Thank now. You, Thank you.